We told you about Gaia Provides a couple months ago. Gaia Provides is back. They are a holistic small batch company crafting quality, lab-tested, hemp-based health and wellness products for pets. Kaplan, you've been giving it to Pancakes, Kaplan. Pancakes the dog over the last (laughs) few months. How's she doing? Yeah, she loves these. Uh, I give her the beef liver flavor, the ones for small dogs. Um, And I give her a half a treat in the morning, a half a treat at night, and she loves them. They're delicious. She always barks for them. Uh, She's a, she's a, you know, my dog's a little dog. She's a mental patient, I like to say. She's a lovable mental patient. So she's always, she's always uh, stressed out, neurotic, just like me about something. But these, these make her chill. They calm her down. Uh, She does, obviously, you know, she's in a wheelchair. She has a lot of uh, discomfort uh, naturally. And these definitely help. Uh, I definitely see, a, you know, she's has a high quality of life because of uh, we take good care of her over here. And these are a key part of our daily routine. So we love guy provides over here in the Kaplan household. And all these products cap are THC free. They do not have THC, which makes them safe for your pets. And I know pancakes is always scared. Of all those fireworks you have in Long Island City, Queens, right there on the East River. They're shooting them off all the time. How's she doing with the fireworks once she yeah. takes this guy it provides? Yeah, when I used to be, I used to dread fireworks. I used to dread loud noises and thunderstorms. Um, but now I just enjoy them because when I give them to the pancakes, this makes it, like I said earlier, it makes her calm, makes her cool, makes her collected, makes her just sit there and enjoy life. So these. Look at that. Uh, I love they you have can enjoy drops. fireworks again. You can enjoy America again. You can enjoy <laughs> freedom again with Gaia provides everybody check out Gaia provides and use our promo code lost L O S T for a great deal. That is www.gaiaprovides.com. And, and then just so you know, they also have on top of the treats, they have these little drops you could put in the food. So if you, you know, if you want to, you can get if they don't like the treat for whatever reason, these drops are also delicious. So guy provides. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet when you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're listening to the world's smartest podcast network. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. Sacramento. Some say the news is fake. Others say it's real. These two don't have the time to check. Instead, Turner Sparks and Michael Ira Kaplan turn to comics stationed around the globe to be their eyewitness reporters so that you can know what's really going on. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 291. My name's Turner Sparks. I am Miguel Kaplan. Ooh, you can find me at Turner Sparks on Instagram. Um, follow. I'm putting out new stand-up comedy videos every single week, and now Viral reactions videos. from my wife, which people see. That seems to be very popular. She's reacting to the stand-up <laughs> clips that are about her, and exactly uh, the world. America. I was going to say America seems to love it. I think the world. It's like equal it. time rules. People, when you give one candidate gets to speak, you got to give the other candidate. That's the rules. The FCC. Yeah. So you, you get around the FCC rules on Instagram. It's very fair. You get a rebuttal. She gets to rebut. Get a rebuttal. She gets to rebut. Whatever I'm saying. And there's already people saying she's funnier than me, which is a little depressing. So you should Um, get a counter. What do they call it in legal terms? You get another reaction to her reaction. Yeah. Just keep doing reactions like a Russian. I'll never have to do any new material ever again. Just keep pulling them out. That's Kaplan, everybody. You can find Kaplan at Kaplan America on all social media platforms. But if you're in the market for real estate in 
New York City specifically, but anywhere in the United States uh, or maybe Spain. Anywhere in the world. I'm going to help our guests get a place in Spain. After <laughs> he's going to get you this. a place in Spain. Go follow him at Cap in NYC. That's where he's that's where he is. Michael. That Michael Kaplan over here. He's that's Cap. where I'm Mike Kaplan. I go Mike Kaplan. Oh, you yeah. go Mike Kaplan over there. All right. Cap on the it's show. It's got more today, power. Mike Kaplan. We have Jaime Ferraro uh, coming back. We're talking about Peru. Return guest. There is a uh, change in government over there, to put it lightly. Uh, they put were, it, yes. There was a failed coup attempt. We're going to talk about that. And a swing and a miss. A guy wanted to become a dictator. <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> and not as easy as they as they say in the in the in the te- on the television, becoming a dictator. Listen, you got to put in the work. People try so all the time. It do- doesn't, you only hear about the ones that succeed. And- you never, yeah. hear, never hear about the ones that just, they I go, mean, you know, let's just say it. You know, some dictators are just, maybe Hitler's more successful than some, maybe he some, is. Some this was just way too dumb for him to succeed. <laughs> it was so stupidly done. Coming up so, in just a yeah. minute. That's Jaime. We're going to get to Jaime in just a second. Yeah. Before we get to Jaime, uh, that we are, um, we are, oh, do you want to support the show? Go to patreon.com slash lost in America. We'll give you extra episodes. Me and Kaplan do on our full throttle comedy podcast live from the bunker, which we're putting clips out on Instagram. Follow our show on Instagram. Sorry, I didn't say that as well. Go to at lost in America pod on Instagram. New clips all the time. Um, And uh, go to so patreon.com slash lost in America. Five dollars a month. Five bucks. Get to that extra show. We're doing it as often as possible. We're in the middle of Editing, final editing for the TV uh, pilot we created based off of this podcast. We went to El Salvador over the summer and learned what it's like to live in a country where Bitcoin is your currency. We hung out with all the comedians, the whole comedy scene down in El Salvador. I did a stand up show with them at their local club. And that is now we're currently at 49 minutes. I think we're going to get it down to about 40 to 45, somewhere in that range. Yes, 43, 44. And then we're heading out on the festival circuit. We're throwing it out to (laughs) I'm not going to say which ones, but we're throwing it out to festivals. We're throwing it out to uh, TV networks, the big execs. We're gonna have a lot of meetings. Kaplan is. But if you're be- a Patreon, if you're a subscriber, you get to see it first, right? Or you you get all this. That's information what I was before. getting to. If you sign up now yeah. for Patreon. Uh, dot com slash lost in America. We'll do a we're going to do a private screening. I'm going to say in February, Kaplan, because I'm going to be on the road yeah, a lot in January. Perfect. So sometime early mid February, we'll do a private screening only for Patreon subscribers. You get to see it first. How about that? And this is how about this sounds like the perfect holiday gift. I mean, if you don't people in your life, you don't know what don't get them a gift card to Amazon or some boring thing. No. Get them a Patreon membership. Or if you don't know what to get me for my for or Turner for the holidays. Become a Patreon subscriber. You're giving us, you're supporting us. Yeah. There you go. Subscribe. Either way, I know you get your other else. idea. You were going to get Ruby get Kaplan a, a pony or something. Don't do that. Just nope. subscribe. <laughs> He's now a Patreon. <laughs> I should give her the twenty dollars membership so she could do an ad once a month on this show. That's, That's what I'm a good idea. <laughs> That's a good idea for twenty dollars a month to get your own ad on this show. All right, Kaplan. I don't know if that was coherent enough, yes. but people get it now. Yeah. Moving on, Cap, what do you know about what's going on in Peru? As we said, there was they have a president, Castillo, and he yeah. um well they had, I should say, this is past tense. We, uh, about, had a president, ago, elect- about a week ago, about a week ago, he tried to uh do a coup. He tried to do an old-fashioned take over the government, take over the country, and it didn't work. Go ahead, Cap. It didn't take. They don't always take. Yeah, I read somewhere that they said he, he woke up, he had breakfast as the president. At lunch, he was a dictator. And then by dinner, he was in jail. He was a detainee. He was in jail. <laughs> so okay, he had a busy day. That's a, that's a full day. Let's just start with that. Uh, yeah, he basically was under investigation for being, they were trying to impeach him in Congress, I believe. And his solution was to just declare Congress doesn't exist anymore. I'm Supreme Leader. Yes. Just get on TV and say, I'm in charge now. Uh, with new rules. And then apparently within a few hours, it didn't work. And he was on the run and he ended up in jail by night time. <laughs> by dinner time, he was in jail. <laughs> it was a busy day, a busy day in a life. And I, more than I, did you, that Cap, day. I watched the video. So what he did is he went on, he kind of took over the television networks, very, you know, dictator <laughs> just style. Like, he interrupted the prices, right? Or whatever. People interrupted were your current <laughs> programming to yeah. from the, from the seat of the president to declare Good news. I'm now the dictator. 
right? Right, like when Obama anywhere. said we killed Osama bin Laden, that type of thing. He that like type interrupted of thing. our yeah. program. But the <laughs> issue, and here's where I think he lost everybody, is he's very nervous in the video. Mm, you, you don't know, want him, a nervous dictator. You Hitler was never nervous. Pol Pot was <laughs> never as, nervous. As Kanye would say, Hitler was never nervous. <laughs> Pol Pot was yeah. never nervous. Fidel Castro was never nervous. The big ones. No, that's why nervous. I would be a bad dictator. I get nervous too frequently. You, you know, you'd be, good dif- I'd be a better You've dictator. get confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be a better dictator. So in the video of him, and maybe Jaime has seen this, in the video of him declaring that he's now the new dictator, he's holding a piece of paper. Like, he doesn't have a teleprompter, I guess. I don't know why. Right. So he's holding a piece of paper, <laughs> reading his notes. And you think yeah. you could memorize, I'm the new dictator. You think he's been waiting his whole life for this moment. Memorize yeah, but this he, damn speech. He couldn't remember the words. So he has to <laughs> yeah. read it off a piece of paper. And the paper's no, shaking. Not work. He's shaking. Oh, the whole, God. It's like, I'm uh, everybody. Uh, I'm going to be the new dictator. I'm the new I'm the new dictator. And that I mean, I'm out. If my dick, my dictator stuttering, if he's, you know, he's getting water, his mouth goes dry. That's not my. No, no, that's not. No, that's a great point. I think that from there it was over his. I'm sure his advisors, dictators have advisors, right? They're in the back like. Oh my God, we should rehearse this one more time. We should get him <laughs> yeah, a drink beforehand. Live? They're going, this isn't live, isn't it? They go, no <laughs> Can bad we news, cut the live. feed? We're dictators. Yeah, Can we just live. cut the feed? <laughs> so, he, so he got kicked out immediately. Within a few hours, yeah, yeah. By the Congress. And now, and then we'll bring in Jaime after this, now the new president of the country, she was the vice president, is a woman. How about that? Yeah, we buried the lead. They broke a glass ceiling. We didn't even announce that. They brought in a woman, everybody. Jaime Ferraro, uh, everybody, he is a Peruvian comedian. We've had him on multiple times in the past. Uh, Go listen to all those episodes. He's great. He's recently moved to Spain, España, as we call it, Mm -hmm. over there. And I don't know if he's in Barcelona or Madrid or what part of the world he's in. We'll find out just a minute. But everybody, Jaime's hilarious. Follow him. Uh, Subscribe to his YouTube channel, his Instagram, his TikTok. He puts out new videos all the time. Jaime Ferraro, spelled just like it sounds. Welcome to the show. Jaime, how'd we do? What did we get right? What did we get wrong? <laughs> Thanks back. for having me. Thanks for having me back, guys. Um, it's I've been laughing hysterically while you speak because even though you present the situation as very out- outrageous, yeah, it's it's nothing in comparison to reality. It's like <laughs> it's it's just uh uh well uh, we should do a, a small previously on. Yes, let's give the background. Because there's been like five presidents since, like four presidents since the last time we spoke, I think, or maybe three, because we spoke when they overthrew uh, Vizcarra, then we spoke when, uh, after, uh, when the, the elections were, when this guy won. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And yeah. I remember you you gave it six months at the time. You said if he makes it more than six months, it'll be a success when he wants. Yeah, so. yeah. And he, well, he almost made it <laughs> a success. year and a half. He always yeah, made it that. for a year and a half. Yeah, the but, first uh, time we spoke was maybe two years ago, two or three yeah. at most. Yeah, yeah, like two years ago in November. That's the the moment where um, it's funny because what happened then was kind of like what this guy was trying to do now. So basically, at that point, we had. Um, they had overthrown the president because of a corruption of uh, corruption accusations, but that they, they, they were very thin. That this was Kuczynski, okay, and then Biscarra came as a vice president. Kuczynski had basically been overthrown because um, he had he had a lot of enemies, and even though he had done some um, irregular, uh, I don't know, shady stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it was nothing compared to what ha- what came after him. So. Um, <laughs> Biscarra stepped up and he was president for a while and he started uh, fighting with Congress because basically Congress in Peru is um, is is packed with um, mafia groups, mobs. Like it's not like you have political parties and I'm not this is not a euphemism. I mean, I'm not saying like mafia groups or like crooks just to exaggerate what they are. That's it's a literal mobs actually yeah. are. So, yeah. And um <laughs> Yeah. And so Biscarra got in a fight with them. Biscarra got in a fight with them. So they overthrew him um, when we were in the middle of the pandemic. After a while, we found out that Biscarra had vaccinated himself in secret. So that's like. We uh, talked about that on the air. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then we had this uh, election where we had Fujimori's daughter 
against this guy who came from out of nowhere, basically, and had no intention of winning. This guy was put there by the leader of his party in order to get a few people into Congress, just like to get a small percentage, you know, uh, in the election, put some people into Congress. And, and that was about it. The thing is that he went to the second round, what we... Um, First two uh, candidates, when you don't get more than 45% of the votes, you go, the first and the second go to a second round. Mm -hmm. And both uh, of the candidates that went to the second round, didn't, they didn't even have 15% of the votes. So most people did not vote for them. But when they were forced to choose, they had the daughter of the uh, previous dictator and this guy who came out of nowhere. And he would say things during the campaign like, uh, you like the uh, Supreme Court and people at, at the squares, right? In many small towns and people would scream, no, no, we don't like the Supreme Court. So it's like, okay, I'll cancel the Supreme Court. <laughs> you do it. Like yeah. And then he say like, uh, we were going to be a communist country and they, he was going to um, take, uh, I don't know. He, he started saying so many things that um, they were obviously not true. I mean, only like the most paranoid people believe that he was going to do that, like come and take your house and stuff. But but that's what he was saying at some point and people around him uh, as well. So um, people got very scared. Many people voted for the daughter of the uh, uh, dictator, Keiko Fujimori. Um, Who actually did have a coup, right? An, uh, her father at some point. Yeah, yeah he did in, in 92. Exactly <laughs> what one. this happened. Yeah, <laughs> he did exactly what this guy tried to do. As well, because this would be the third time in our history that this happens. It's just that this last time it didn't go through. It didn't right. stick. He and it was confident. obvious it was not going to happen. I mean, that same day, my um, my, my cousin called and uh, she said, like, ah, I was going to go to the beach, like out of town. And I don't know if I should go because all of this is happening. And they said, <laughs> There's that, a coup going on. Yeah. And I was like, You go. You just go to the beach. This guy's going to be in jail by 7 p.m. And he was in, yeah. <laughs> Don't ruin your beach day. Yeah, it sounds yeah. perfect. The waves yeah. are great. Yeah. And he was in jail by like six, I think, like, at 3 p.m., he was in jail, and the um, and the new president was taking the uh, uh, that she was uh, being sworn in. So um, what happened basically is that as soon as he as, as soon as he got into power, he started naming like the worst secretaries. Uh, he he changed like secretaries of of uh, different areas, right, of the government. We've had I think like around 70, 70 in like uh, a year and a half. I guess cabinet. Yeah, in his yeah. cabinet. So he's he changed keeps the cabinet. Hiring so many and times. firing and hiring and firing and hiring and firing. Exactly. Because he, he would hire like uh, it, this is insane, but uh, people who were close to him would say that if he liked you and you were there uh, on that afternoon, then you could be secretary of something the next day. <laughs> right. Familiar. Because he knew he knew no one. Um, um it's just like, and he's very much like Trump in so many ways. People for right wing people in Peru don't like to hear that comparison because some of them do like Trump and they really hate this guy. But it, they were the same because right. uh, like every Sunday night we would see on the um, political shows, the proofs of his corruption, his um, wife was giving money to people, his daughter-in-law was um, with a vest of the company promising um, public, um, how you say this, um, uh, um Given, given, uh, like a con construction um, oh, contracts, contracts out, wearing the vest of the company, like the daughter of the right. president, saying like, "Yeah, <laughs> they just going to do that." And so, and, and they, there were so many proofs of the corruption, and he would just go out on TV and say, "Like, where's the proof? Show me the proof." And it's like, "This is the proof." And it's like, "That's all hearsay. Those, those, those are all lies." And it's just like we have. The bank statements from your wife. This is so we can see how she moved the money around. It's just like, where's the proof? This is all lies. <laughs> but the, the thing is that country got so polarized and so many people were with him because of what he represented. He was like the guy from the, you know, like the country really, uh, he was, um, he would work the field. He would really do that. And he was this teacher. He couldn't even he couldn't even speak very clearly. I mean, you wouldn't understand what he was saying. Yeah, what of kind of teacher time. was he? He must he have been a terrible even, school he, teacher. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was because when he, when With you shaky hands go, turn on he, he was he was more like um he was more into the syndicate than into the classroom because basically he was like a a, a leader and um, a union leader. 
Yeah, union leader. Yeah, and see, I said would, this last time too. Don't trust teacher union leaders. So <laughs> yeah, because when when they would go and and see for what what his uh, teaching history was all about, you would see that he was like um, uh, he wasn't teaching for years. Like oh. maybe he taught like I don't know maybe three years or something like that. I might be exaggerating, but uh, he was basically into the union. So um, so everyone. Uh, just to pause mm-hmm. for a second, he's if you read inter- the international news about him, they call mm-hmm. him a rural poor school teacher, yeah, with no history of in politics. He's never held uh-huh. a political office before he became president of the country. Mm-hmm. But you're saying he wasn't even totally a school teacher either. No, I mean, he was because that was his title, yeah, right. but he would never. It's just that that's how he, um, that's how he presented himself. Branding, right? good branding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was very good. And the thing is that since we have such a polarized country and you have um, so such big inequalities, if you get to represent this symbol in, in the proper way, you win. Especially if you have this other woman um, uh, against you, right? Because people, it's just like at this at, at this time, anyone could beat her. She's 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 lost the last three elections and our last three presidents have basically become president because they were running against her. They're running against the former dictator's daughter. Exactly. So <laughs> it's basically if she st- she keeps running, the other guy's going to win. That's she, she, she should Why become she? like a political advisor. It's just like I'll run a- against you and they'll make you president. Why does her own right. party let her run? Like, wouldn't you want someone else running if you know this person's just going to keep losing every time? Be- because it's actually not a party. It's, it, it's a, it's a oh, mafia yeah. group that is built around the figure of her father. Yeah, right. okay. So well, they, that yeah, mafia so, should find a new person. Yeah. I mean, the- no one else could run because she's the only one that, that could remind people of what her father was. And her, her father was like a Fredo to me. They need a. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, well, she has she has a brother. That would be Fred. Yeah. Do they have a Michael? Oh, but actually, <laughs> yeah. Mike, she's more like Fredo. a Michael. She's Kaplan, more like a Michael. Yeah, Michael went to lost. It sounds more yeah. like a maybe like, well, yeah. Okay. Mike. Maybe Santino Corleone. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that. Yeah. So, and so, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Well, and that, so that's why you, that's why he won. The thing is that once he was a president, he was this rural teacher and you could like show him like that. And that was a very powerful image, you know? So um, they did that for a while, but the accusations and, and the, the uh, evidence of corruption began like even before he got into power. The other side, um, the right wing side started claiming fraud, just like Trump did without any proof. And that actually hurt us a lot because uh, he would use that as an excuse to say they're trying to get me off power. They're claiming that I won through a fraud and that is a lie. And that was a lie. There was no fraud. I mean, this guy couldn't even do this. I mean, it was impossible <laughs> for him to do fraud. like a nationwide fraud that no one would be able to catch him. Like, yeah. It's like. So he, he won do, yeah. in, tw- mm-hmm. in uh, April uh, or no, when, I guess in 2021, a year and a half ago, whenever that was, mm-hmm. he won by there's 18 million people in the country. Is that right? Or were there 18 million 30, votes? 33 million people. Okay. 18 million people voted and he yeah. won by 50,000 votes. So it was really close. It was, yeah. But it, it wasn't was. fraud. And fu- uh, uh, Kiko Fujimori was mm-hmm. saying fraud, which is like at this point, it's like a hack bit. To claim exactly, and we all knew really we, we all knew she was going to do it. She did it when she lost five years prior to that. But the thing is that she lost to a candidate that, that was very popular and people liked, and he was right wing. So no one paid attention when yeah. she when she claimed fraud five years ago as well. Yeah, but she it was obviously if she was going to do it. So this guy Pedro Castillo is a, the uh, we'll name him here. It's interesting. Yeah. So he's like a left wing, a far left wing communist. But also, well, dictator. I mean, that goes hand in hand sometimes. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's how we well, not, pres- not even a good, present aspiring himself. dictator, aspiring, aspiring, dictator. yes, yeah. yeah, and also sp- aspiring left wing uh, politician. Because if you ask him, uh, not only that he did, did he did nothing related to uh, left wing policies in the time he was in office, okay, but also um, he's very conservative. He's a religious guy, so um, he's uh, like the old left wing. But if you would get into a conversation with him and ask him about like um, left wing ideas, he knows nothing. I mean, he's just like yeah. He think he he would present himself as left wing because he was a poor guy from like. Uh, 
the fields and you know and yeah. the Andes. So Union. that's what suits him, basically. So mm. the brands to be yeah, able yeah. to have a successful coup like Fujimori did. Um, I it kind of the basics are that you need the support of the military. Yes. Um, number one, because you need mm-hmm. the military to be your enforcers to go put everything in. You probably need to take over the media and imprison yeah. some journalists. And then you also need somewhat of the support in the cabinet, in your own cabinet, in the in the Congress and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So usually what you would do is in advance of totally becoming a dictator, you would put all your own people in to all these positions that you know will support you when you plan it yeah. out. What, let, let's go one by one. Like, did did Pedro Castillo, it seems like he did not have the support of the military. Is that correct? He had the support of no one. He had like the support <laughs> of his, his immediate family and like two cabinet members. Yeah, I'm not exaggerating. I mean, that's, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, and some people support him in contrast of what they believe have has overthrown him basically there's a lot of people in the streets right now protesting but it's not like they want him back it's just that they don't want the other side to win because they, you have the thing is that as soon as he stepped into power um people started trying to um take him out out of power okay, okay. so right-wing uh, parties started working out the way to take him out of power and and there were a lot of uh, um, uh, of ways to do to do it. Basically, you could uh, change the constitution through Congress and find a way of um, investigating him while he's on in power. Because in Peru, the constitution says you, a president cannot be accused of a crime while he's in power. I mean, you can investigate him, but you cannot do a formal accusation. You have to wait until he uh, finishes. And we don't have the figure of impeachment. We're trying to get that into the Constitution right now. The only thing you can do with a president is declare that he's morally incapable. That's like incapacidad moral is the exact translation. But that was that was reading in the Constitution at a time when moral incapacity was considered to be like um, madness. Or like if you have an accident and you cannot be like within your senses to rule, you know, you literally went crazy or you're on so many drugs to keep you alive that you can't think. Exactly. Because otherwise, like a moral incapacity would be so subjective that if you think like, oh, this guy, I don't know, uh, cheated on his wife, we could, you know. So um, that they like, well, like Clinton, right? They try to impeach him because True, of yeah. something like that, right? But, uh, but I mean, yeah, with a um, fat chick, that, that was morally incapacitated. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> clearly lack of judgment. Yeah. And the thing <laughs> is that the, they, they were, tra- yeah, like with so much power. Uh, oh, um, I mean, so much power, get anybody wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, well. That's what he did. That's what he chose. And um, the, the thing is that uh, uh, That's what I know. Uh, yeah, this this uh, um, this guy. They were trying to take him out of power because uh, through this um, mechanism, which was not really constitutional. So if they would do that, it's just because they don't like him. And 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 they were trying to do that. They had. We have a lot of evidence of corruption. I mean, it was clear that the guy was a crook, and he was just favoring. It, it's, the thing is that he was like a really small time crook. I mean, the amounts of money that he has um, been accused of getting is nowhere, nothing compared to what prior presidents have stolen. This guy is like. Um, he's not even a good crook. Terrible no, dictator. He's terrible not good crook. at anything. Yeah, he's, terrible he's, crook. Yeah, he's going to go to jail for His wife must hate like, him. Must complain yeah. about him constantly. He's, he's going to go worst. to jail for a long time. And he's not even going to come out the other way a millionaire like the other guys did. <laughs> I mean, because the other guys... He's, I mean, he's never going to hear the end of it from his wife. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And, um, well, and so people were trying to overthrow him. And, um, and he was just, like, constantly fighting. But what he did is that he started giving congressmen... Um, also, um, some uh, they would he would favor them for them to to build stuff in their own regions and provinces, so they would become popular there. And then, if they try to vac- vacate him from the from the uh, overthrow him, they would vote against that. And they, there was this small group of congressmen that they were called uh, los niños, the children, because they <laughs> okay. said, someone overheard him referring to them as "you got to keep the children happy." 
So mm. those were known as uh, Los Niños. So basically for a while now, we all knew that everybody wanted, wanted him out of, of power, but uh, they, could, they couldn't overthrow him because he had these people that they were bought by him. Well, in so, his defense, though, he's used to teaching children. So maybe that's just exactly. like how he talks. Yeah, yeah. It's just like edu- yeah. children of the future, education. Yeah. Maybe it's just, maybe it's actually, but I understand yeah, and there's he, no, imp- you saying a there's terrible the one- teacher to them too. So, but there's no impeachment because I thought we read no. that they were trying to impeach him. What were they trying to do then? I mean, that, trying- that would be, that would be the translation, but basically they would, they would uh, be trying to not- overthrow him through the uh, moral incapacity charges. God. They say uh, like so that, he's so, stealing so much money that he's morally incapable incapable of being yeah. the president. So how, yeah. what it, what went wrong? Like how did he become president for 18 months and not get the military on his side? Well, basically, uh the military has um uh in you know in South America, the military has a history of like intervening in this kind of situations. But for a while, um We've heard. they've yeah, they they they've um like taken a step back for a, for a while. I mean, the military has like um said many times that they were just gonna follow the constitutional uh, laws and stuff like that, and they haven't intervened for a long while. The last time was in 1992 when Fujimori closed the uh, Congress, and uh, then the military was with him. But at that time, we were in the middle of a war with uh, terrorists. So military and um, and the president were really close together because so, they yeah. were working together. So and and most people um, like at this time they would disapprove Castillo, but they would also disapprove Congress. At that moment, when Fujimori did it, the Fujimori had a very high approval. Castillo had like less than twenty percent approval. You have to have higher approval rating to have a exactly to because you to have, be a dictator. You, you need the people. You need the people to back you up in the streets. At least in the beginning. Later on, who uh-huh. cares? But at exactly. first, yeah. In the beginning, every dictator was popular. His yeah. people could claim otherwise, but <laughs> they always start popularly because yes. you need the people in the streets. You need the you need the military. So Fujimori in 1992 mm-hmm. was it 91 or 92 somewhere 92. around there. Mm-hmm. He had the support of the country, so he's yeah. like, "I'm going to be here forever." And they're like, "Great, that sounds great." You always wonder mm-hmm. when you're in high school or junior in, in America and you're reading these textbooks and you're learning about how coups, how how people become dictators. We were always kind of taught that no one liked them, but somehow they just took over. But that's that's not reality. Reality no, is when, when he closed well Congress. Liked. Yeah, when he closed Congress in '92, he was widely approved i mean that yeah. was many people so i mean many people would go go out and said like this is not right this is unconstitutional but the thing is that we were in a very deep economical crisis and also at war with terrorists so right. whatever he did that gave people the feeling that something was being done and then the situation improved dramatically after that so right, well, he had a basic like, competence which yeah. I, it sounds like a C I didn't have either. And so you need there's to be a second, There's a second element that you just brought up, terrorists. There needs to be mm-hmm. a fear of the outside right. that I'll protect exactly. you from those people. And that's not the situation at all today because Peruvian economy has been booming for like 30 years. And then um, we took a hit with the pandemic, but then we were recovering and um, and we have nothing related to terrorism now. Actually, um our ter- our big terrorist group began with teachers, and uh, those teachers came out of some teachers. of the same unions that this guy belongs to. I, so there's a saying. lot of like uh, radical <laughs> teachers <laughs> around that. So he was actually like, what do they do? These teachers? What I can tell you what they do. And down there, up here, you know, the kids shoot the teachers. Down there, the teachers shoot the kids. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> going. <laughs> the teachers uh, come into school with the guns. Yeah, yeah. So we need they you need to arm the kids. Is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 these these teachers were like uh, um, radical communists, like back in the nineties. And um, but they they, they would have like a discourse and speech. Uh, I mean, it's not like now that they would say like these guys are communists, and they, Castillo doesn't even know what communism is. I mean, like, well, and he's clearly he not a student of history. I mean, he's like, not a good communist no. either. So you're telling me, <laughs> no, he should no, listen no. to our pod. He would learn a lot. <laughs> Is he a subscriber? Get him yeah. on Patreon. <laughs> get him a get him a Patreon. <laughs> he wouldn't he wouldn't understand it even if it was in Spanish. <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, why why did yeah. he? 
who then? If he wasn't going to be impeached and he didn't have the military, like why did let he, me, he, he let's get hold away with that it? question, yeah. Kev? That's a good question, but let's hold it because we got to take a break real quick. When oh, we yeah, come yeah. back, we're going to find out why he what led him to doing a coup when he had no one on his side, uh, <laughs> including history. Uh, but Cap, we're part of the world's smartest podcast network. That is us lost in America. That is the political orphanage with Andrew Heaton. That is the majoring in everything podcast with Dr. Andrea Jones Roy. Subscribe to all those shows at worldsmartestpodcastnetwork.com. All one word smells just spells just like it sounds. Kaplan smells good too. And it smells great. And now smells like smart. <laughs> a word from your local sponsor. All right, we're back. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, us, if we hear from us. But yeah. I think that might have been us in the sponsorship. It's always good to throw it to us. It's always good to hear. We don't want to give you a break too long from us. More so. of us <laughs> is what the audience needs. Now, Jaime, back to back to this story here. So what? Yeah, the guy had knew he basically had nobody on his side. What right. led him to try to pull a coup? And when he wasn't going to be impeached anyway. The thing is that for a while, people have been like um, a popular sentiment in our population was that everybody should go home. So it's like he should re- he he should renounce, but then uh, they they should call for general elections again. Okay, and there's a way of doing that. Basically, once you take if you remove the president and then you remove the vice president, the head of Congress steps into power and has to call for a general election within six months. That's how our Constitution works. And the thing is that uh, um, there's another mechanism which Vizcarra used is that once uh, um, when a president rises to power, they name a chief of staff and that chief of staff presents a cabinet. So Congress needs to approve that cabinet. Okay. If, the, if Congress says no to a cabinet, he can um, reassemble a new cabinet, present it again. And if Congress says no again, then the president has a constitutional right to close Congress and call for a Congress election in, in a few months, because that would be like Congress wouldn't be allowing the person who was elected to govern. So it's like, bring me a new Congress. And people should, like you do with your midterms, choose what they want. Like if, you, if they elect the same people again, then they're backing those uh, them. And if they choose someone else, then they're back in the prison, right? Yep. So what he did was um, he, um, after Vizcarra did this, the Congress changed those, those rules and they changed it in a way that is unconstitutional, but they made it a law and that law has not been overthrown by the Supreme Court yet. So it's, at this point, Castillo could not, could, could not do that because uh, what Congress did was like, okay, Castillo can do this, but they cannot force us to approve anything that is related to what we do. So basically, they just limited that mechanism so Castillo couldn't do it. But he did it anyway. He uh, he presented a cabinet and uh, they said, like, no to this cabinet. And so he presented a new one. But um, it was it, it, the, the previous one wasn't refused. They were, they just said, like, no, you, you cannot do that anymore. It's just you're not playing by the rules. So they just ignored him. And he said, like, OK, this is strike one. But he wasn't backed up by by the Supreme Court or anyone. Yeah, right. Empty threats. He, yeah, he he himself and his cabinet considered that to be strike one, but no one else. And uh, so people rejected Congress and himself at the same time. So what happened is that um, after a while, all the people surrounding him. Imagine like Mike Pence. Um, I don't know uh, Rudolph Giuliani, um, Mike Pompeo. Everyone that was surrounding Trump. Yeah, everyone yeah, that yeah. was surrounding Trump. Imagine if those guys, like three months later, would say, like, would quit and say, like, yeah, this guy's corrupt. I did this, I did this, and I did this. And oh, wow. he sent me. Most of the people surrounding him went, already had gone out and said this about him. So basically, what they did is they were they were going to vote uh, vacancy. What we call it vacancy. There's like uh, they were going to vote to overthrow him. Mm-hmm. through the moral incapacity rule. But they had done this like three times already and they just didn't have the votes. They would they get like up to 60 votes and you needed 87. But this guy had some people captive. So like in Congress that they were never going to vote against him. And so this past uh, week, they were going to vote that again. Everybody knew that they didn't have the votes. Everybody knew that this guy, guy was a crook. 
And according to his uh, advisors, they said, like, even to that same morning, he was just rehearsing what he was going to go and say in Congress and how was go- he was going to defend himself, but nothing related to this uh, closing of the uh, uh, of the Congress. And th- there's a guy who says, like, I, I was with him, like, up to two hours before the message. That's why he didn't have a teleprompter. That's why this is like when you see someone who goes on a shooting rampage and they testify Mm -hmm. his neighbors like he was so quiet at home. It was normal. So he didn't have a teleprompter because it wasn't a planned thing. Yeah, nobody knew. He he made that decision like a few hours before uh, advice, very ill advice by two people. Impulse decision. Like this. He had he had this um, chief of staff for months and months. It was this this very old uh, lawyer guy very old and he that he's losing his mind and it's obvious he i mean he would go out in public and start uh, started praising hitler says like no hitler is bad but he would like build the greatest roads oh it's kanye west's not, advisor yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that like that <laughs> he so invented like, the microphone the good side, the, the good side of uh, yeah i just i just saw that bit like by uh, <laughs> uh, some sam morrell like right before we uh uh Oh, Sam the, uh, Wait, did yeah, Kanye Samuel, say yeah. that Hitler invented a microphone? Kanye said that he invented this microphone I'm speaking to you out of, and he and built Rose. the highway. He invented the highways. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Also not true. Yeah, yeah Kanye said that. <laughs> so turn on the mics is apparently a... Yeah, yeah and... Uh, um, An homage. Yeah, so, so basically... He's, it's just like he um, he overthrew himself basically because he got out until on TV said that said this and everyone was like no you cannot do that I mean it's like <laughs> this is not gonna work you know and uh, um, yeah so Congress immediately voted the the moral incapacity and of course now they did get the votes because they were gonna be shut down. Yeah. And the thing is that right. a, a few years ago, some we um, by popular oh. vote we changed that uh, we changed the, the constitution and we made it that Congress uh, representatives cannot be reelected. So these people that were in Congress, they really didn't want to go because it's like you get a job for five years, and some of them move to like uh, to Lima and they I don't know they rent a the place, they change their kids from to another school, and you're yeah. supposed to yeah. make this amount of money through five years and then it's like no you gotta go after one year so no so this pedro castillo not only Uh, did he misjudge the will of the public (laughs) and the military but he presented an option for congress that if they voted to keep him in office he was going to fire all of them is that no he just came straight out no he He just came straight out I mean, he was going to get um, they were going to vote to overthrow him, but they were not going to get the votes. And this was going to be the third time they, this happened. Uh, so since he would have done nothing. He would have been fine. Just sit there yeah. and wait for him to not get yeah. the votes because there's 130 votes and you need 87. So that's quite the majority. Exactly. You need. Yeah. 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 And they and ended up getting 100. It's 120 votes and you need okay. 87. So it's wow. it's really hard. Yeah. And uh, uh, the thing is that, um, well, he just came out on TV and said this and no one could believe it. They say that someone has convinced had convinced him that they had the votes. But this, this is, it's very stupid to think so, because um, that would have uh, taken for a big group that put him into power to betray him. And the leader of that group would come out, would have uh, came out like the night before and said, like, no, we're not going to vote for him to get to be overthrown. We don't care. Uh, whatever he has done, I mean, he's still he's still the president. Well, I saw that when he made the speech, he was like it was simultaneously they were holding a hearing where they had somebody testifying that they had bribed like six of his brothers, I guess, with yeah. six of the eight, it said. So two of the brothers are on the book. They don't they don't take bribes, I guess. But with that, th- that's not the type of thing, though, that would have that would have moved the needle. You're saying like he wouldn't there was no reason to panic. Um, that that's going to be the thing like because bribery is just so run of the mill. <laughs> like with him, I mean, there's like. He has eight open investigations uh, from right. the uh, district Which is the worst right of them. now. <laughs> uh, they're all basically all the same. And that's that's what I mean. I mean, it, they, this guy would come out and say, like, yeah, uh, Castillo asked me to give, like, uh, the, his brothers an allowance. Okay? Uh, so every month I had to give them an allowance. And you know how much that allowance was for? It was, like, $2,000 for each one of them. That's, ah. that's what I mean. It's like... It's low level. It, it, it was all like petty cash, uh, Rob, <laughs> uh, thievery. So, um, 
Yeah. So he came out and he said this. And now after that, people who would support him, people from this party that uh, brought him into power, they, some of them are, are are saying that he was drugged, that he said that he claims that he, that he doesn't even that. remember what he said. But this is, is just plain stupid. And we found out that, that he refused to take the uh, drug test. When he got arrested, they would like as protocol, they would do a drug test on you. And he's, right. he refused. So uh, even if he was drugged, he's the one who refused to get tested. So uh, um, it just like, makes no sense. He, he didn't have a plan. I mean, basically, because as soon as they started voting in Congress to overthrow him, he got into his car and started, started going to the Mexico embassy because the Mexican president loves him. And uh, he was going to the Mexican embassy to try to uh, um, get in there and ask for a, um, to be a, a political asylum? refugee. Yeah, ask for asylum. And um, what you should do is you should tape the message. Then, then you go to the Mexican embassy and then you air the message. Not like air it when it. you're already in the embassy. You don't go live. Exactly. So he, uh, he aired <laughs> oh. it and he, he got out. And it's, it, it, Peruvians love this because what actually what caught him was our traffic, which is chaotic. Mm-hmm. So he <laughs> got a bumper. Should check the church ways. <laughs> yeah, and he was, it was his own security detail was the, were the ones who were who arrested them. He was said he said like take me to the Mexican embassy, and this is very funny because the uh, uh, like the most uh, posh people in Peru really hate him, like really like I've never seen anything like this. Sure, they really do hate him. There's a lot of racism involved as well. Yeah, but I mean, and uh, and the Mexican embassy is like three blocks away from my mom's house, and m- most of the people they're like old white ladies. Just came down and started blocking the street. Okay, so they knew he was going in. You're not gonna get away. Yeah, so he couldn't <laughs> get away. But he was like kilometers away. I mean, he he was arrested like way. Now, how did the old ladies know that's where he was going? Because they said, and then he might go to the uh, Mexican or Cuban embassy. He had like those two choices. I mean, because that's this, the those worst. are the two left wing, the two left wing yeah, governments that could support him. Yeah. We should have made the speech, as you said, either from the embassy or from like literally right outside the embassy so he could get right in. Yeah. <laughs> or tape it. Yeah. And then air it. Tape it. But yeah. he didn't know. He didn't know. I mean, he didn't know this was going to happen. He thought everyone he loved it. Everyone would be happen. on his side. He was like in uh, yeah. Yeah. Will Ferrell. He's like, we're going streaking. Well, and like no one follows him. It's like no, that no, sign film where George quits his job and then he just shows up on Monday and pretends it never happened. Like, who knows what I'm saying? He made that. that. Like, yeah. I, I was just kidding. I didn't. I, 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 what are you talking about? I'm the president again. <laughs> that's his uh that's his legal defense right now that's what he's saying <laughs> he's he claiming that he, no it's like kind of like trump he says like yeah i said i was gonna do this but i didn't do it i just said it i, I didn't actually do a coup nice. i just was talking yeah, it's out just, loud it's like i tried to kill you but i didn't kill you so i missed so it's not murder <laughs> something like that so now you have yeah. this new president uh dina Bo- mm-hmm. boluarte 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 yeah. And she was the vice president before. She was the vice president. I forget. I know mm-hmm. we talked about this before, but was she elected as his running mate or two separate elections? Yeah. No. Yeah, she was. The thing is that in Peru, we don't, we don't, they don't campaign like they do in the U.S. Like usually in the U.S., they campaign like with a with a formula, right? Like a president yeah. and a vice president. You go like Trump, Pence, right? Yeah. They don't do that here. They uh, most people don't even know who the vice president is. Uh, when they vote and um so but it doesn't matter i mean she was elected as well with them i'm happy i'm happy that our, I'm, I'm actually kind of happy that that our first female president didn't get like elected in a general election because this is way easier now we don't have to people they used to um argue that in favor of Keiko. So it's like, she's a woman. It's like, we don't care about that. She's corrupt. Yeah, anyway. she's a child of a dictator, yeah. but she's a woman and it's about time <laughs> yeah. we have a woman. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> like uh, so now we have a woman, a female president. Perfect. Probably the first female president in jail eventually as well. Yeah. But, um, um, yeah, is she gonna pardon him or is she gonna, or can she no, do that? No, or no, no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. She, um, um, she was already aligned with the opposition. It was obvious because they yeah. were trying to overthrow her before. So when, because everybody knew that this guy was going to be overthrown eventually. So they, what the Congress try, started doing was they tried, they tried to overthrow her first. So, in, mm. so in that case, uh, the, when Castillo uh, got sent out, 
uh, the president of Congress would assume power and they would remain for the five election. years, which is which is they're not allowed to. But they were going to try to do that when they noticed that they were not going to be able to get away with that. They started trying to impeach her and they started negotiating with her. And um, well, she um, as soon as she, uh, as she stepped up, she said she was going to stay until 2026, which is the end of the term. But n- last night she has already said that she was going to call for a general election in 2024. So I saw that. So, that's a little bit of better news because so she's, the, the country's on fire. So Yeah, so she's going to stay two more years, even though she wasn't elected, but she could stay four more years. Is that because yeah. I do see there's people protesting around the country. The fact that now she's in a, a, a the president and she was never elected. And there's like the indigenous people are protesting mm-hmm. the people who would have voted for Castillo. Right. Pedro Castillo. Yeah. That's a part of the people who are protesting, people who support Castillo. There's a lot of people who want to change and they want a new constitution. Um, and people do really do want Congress to be shut down. And I, I include myself in, within the people who want Congress to be shut down, but not the way Castillo tried to do it. What I, what I believe is that they should like hold a general election and just go home. And we need to change the Constitution and include midterm elections like you guys have. So How long are your terms for? for the- Five yeah, years. Like five same, years. As the, same as the president, five years. Yeah, so exactly. you get elected and you get that Congress uh, for the five years. And, and who so, were the? I, we just say. No, I was going to say the vote was one hundred and one to six to get Castillo out. Yeah. Who were the six who voted for him? Because they're basically uh, saying they're going to. If they were right, they would have lost their jobs, right? So, <laughs> yeah, really good friends. One, one these... of them. One of them is the guy that now claims Castillo was drugged. Okay. Uh, but these people, I mean, they're not really with him. They're just against the other people because they were backstabbing Castillo. Anti- from early, yeah. And they would do anything but vote against him. But they would go out and say, like, this guy's stupid. He's corrupted. This is like, so are you going to uh, vote to overthrow him? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Sounds like and, and yeah. a lot of people in the street, what they want now is for Congress to go as well. And, um, and I don't do think you they're want- going to stop and that deal that happens. Is your best case scenario that the the president, this uh, uh, Dina Boluarte, that she has to mm-hmm. go immediately for a new election? She has called one for, uh, I think it's going to be April 2024. I think it should be sooner than that. I don't know okay. if the country is going to hold that long. Yeah. Um, but uh, I want to make um, just like what you just said, best case scenario. Yeah. Mark, my, my country is so messed up that this that we are living right now was the best case scenario I could imagine back in the last election. That, that this, he lasted right the best one scenario was a failed coup yeah, like, was the best case scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Because to me, I didn't vote for Keiko or for this guy. So to me, it was like, I'm not going to vote for Keiko and this guy probably won't last long. Okay. So maybe in a year and a half, like right now, I look at the presidency and there's no Castillo and no Keiko. And that's kind of what I went for. So, got it. Okay, cool. You know, uh, yeah. so now we got to start building from this because it's still and pretty, oh, everything is still pretty messed up. Let's get into you. You're now in Spain. You moved there three weeks yeah. ago, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the, why, moved why move to Spain? What? Yeah. Why would you leave Peru? <laughs> uh, well, actually I didn't leave Peru. The thing is that I, I do like um, Peru doesn't, Peru doesn't have like a stand-up comedy circuit like you guys have. Mm-hmm. So basically when I do shows, I do shows in theaters and I don't have the chance to go like to clubs and try out new stuff. That's very hard for me because it, there are not that many clubs. And if I do go to shows that are built by other comedians, then I have to sell the tickets. And so people come see me and I, I, I basically I, I wouldn't be able to try out my stuff. So I would do like big shows every four months and try to um, try out new material like now and here and there. So yeah. I decided to move here and be like um, unknown comedian here and like be working out stuff all the time and go to Peru like every four months and do big shows there. And um, that's what I'm trying to do. And I chose Spain because my English is a little bit rusty, so I'm I don't I don't want to try that in English. <laughs> it's hard. Your English for me is great, the, but I know yeah. but you want to do your stand up. Keep your stand up in Spanish. That makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of um, people from all around South America here in Spain. And the thing is that the um, over the pandemic, the uh, uh, Internet has brought us all together. So a lot of people in Peru are um, watching Spanish comedians. And, um, and so a lot of people are becoming more and more popular through the web. So I'm I'm. I'm I'll still do my podcasts here and I still do the stuff I do over the uh, uh, social media. Actually, I make this joke that I'm, I, I ran away from the country because Castillo was a communist. And so I had to leave. Yeah. So I, I, um, I made a statement the other day when he failed. So that's, that's actually working pretty well with my audience as well. So yeah, I chose Spain because you have Spanish people here, but you also have people from Mexico, Venezuela, Colombia, Argentina. So yeah. And I know comedians from most of those places now. And with the comedy scene in Spain, what city are you in? Madrid. You're in Madrid. Okay. And how mm-hmm. often can you get on stage and do shows like we do, like the showcase shows like we do in America? Like 10 minutes, 15 minutes uh, to stand up, that kind of stuff. I could I could do that here like uh if I want if I want if I really tried, I could do it like three or four times a week, I think. That's great. Okay, cool. That's yeah. what you need. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah, that's what I need. That's exactly what I need. And I've never had that. So uh, a few wow. weeks ago, uh, and uh, because I, I started as a comedian in Peru, so I was moving around and I became very popular um, on the, through the pandemic. Yeah. So when, when I came back out to the stage, I already had like a big audience. So you've become it, popular since debuting on this podcast. Yeah, this podcast. Yeah. One can Thanks argue launched you. you. Thanks to yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> it, was all... it happened. It happened kind of. I mean, yeah, it happened Pat... at the same time. Yeah, coincidence. I, uh, I don't know. Well, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to like because the first episode we did, I wanted to tag you in some video, so I went and looked up your Instagram tag, whatever it was, and then six months later, I tagged again, and you had like a hundred thousand new followers. I'm like, whoa, what's going on over there? That's great. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly. And that's how all we want out of this podcast. We don't want success for ourselves. We <laughs> no. want it for our guests. You want to promote the guy behind the guy. Uh, yeah, you want to <laughs> promote the, uh, the the little co- the, the little comedians from South America. We appreciate exactly. it. So. I have a uh, friend named Des Bishop. We, we he's been on this podcast actually, and he does exactly mm-hmm. what you're doing now. He's super popular in Ireland, but he lives in New York to put all his material together. But he mostly tours in Ireland, goes back and he'll do like big theaters and gigantic shows in Ireland or in like the UK, you know, in England and Scotland and stuff. But in New York, he's not very well known, but he can work out all his material and then go do it and then come back. That's exactly what I'm trying to do. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm going back in um, February because um, Valentine's Day is a very big uh, date for um, comedy. Basically, okay. if you put, a, I, I, uh, I sell out like two theaters, like on um, February the 12th and February 14th last year, because a lot of people just go out on dates. So any show you put out usually sells out. So um, awesome. I'm, I'm going to go back in February. I hope I have, I I have an apartment by now. <laughs> I can't believe people bring their dates. Uh, we've talked about this before. Bring their dates to comedy shows. That's just right. amateur hour. Yeah. They all deserve to lose their girlfriends. Uh-huh. To comedians, Kaplan yes, has do. a theory yeah. that uh-huh. he would never, if he was single or when he when he was younger and he was single, he would never bring a date to a comedy show because you want to be the funniest person on the date. Exactly, and yeah. especially if you're a comedian. I mean, if you have, because if you're not funny at all, maybe you. I mean, if you're not going to make her laugh, if you're not funny and, and yeah. they know you're not funny, that's kind of your thing. So I guess uh-huh. that, that it's okay, right? Yeah, like, and then, like, then, then you would have that guy make her laugh because you're not able to. But if you right. can make it's her like, laugh, you're not going to take her to see he's a He's like, finding a that, that spot guy. for you, yeah. What about this? I <laughs> yeah, mean, exactly. Andy Curtin, a friend of the podcast, well, a former friend of the podcast. Uh, Ex-friend, yeah. The way he <laughs> met his wife is she went to the comedy club because so- another comedian invited her who was trying to, he was trying to date her. Yeah. So he invited her to the show. She decided she liked Andy better. Now they're married. He was just another guy on the show. It's that a real dangerous. theory. <laughs> dangerous <laughs> proposition. Fire. Yeah. You better There's be a, on that night if you're I think you yeah. had you had um Danny Boy uh Rivera. I think you had Danny Boy in the show, you right? Did have him on. Yeah, yes. I know I, I, he's he's around here also. I mean he's uh playing in this city as well. He's part of the uh, um he's a pretty funny comedian and I'm gonna go see him. Are you, um, are you gonna stay on his couch one night or, or? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I, 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 I hope to have, I hope to get him on my I was gonna get him on my podcast right before I moved here, but I, I hope I can um I can do it now that we can connect you. Well. Do you know him? You already know him? 
No, yeah, I know, I know, I know him. Oh, I know good. Him. I'm okay. gonna. Yeah, yeah, I'll send you the episode. Well, you won't get it. You get. You guys gotta learn Spanish now. Since you're gonna bring the show to a. I got a to, little. To TV. I got. Listen, uh, muy pequeño, maquit pequita. No. <laughs> I know a little bit. I know a little bit. Yeah. I, I read I read I read this line I was going to try to say in the opening ex president golpista that's is that Spanish for something what does that mean yeah, again I forgot uh, what I wrote <laughs> golpe is when you do a coup but actually a golpe do a is, coup, yes. is a hit a hit the thing is that the, the translation for coup is um, golpe de estado which is like it's like it's like saying um, you took a hit you you uh, you hit the um, the state something like that so you 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 shook it and that's golpista is the go. one who hits basically i have there two you questions yeah, no, say coup. i have mm. two questions yeah. left and then we're out of here what uh so castillo now because in america mm -hmm. i think that treason is punishable by death right captain mm -hmm. well yeah but it's it's bad one but in 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 in, in peru we learned last time that they don't go to jail if their crimes under 4 years so no, yeah, he's gonna real. get he's gonna get at least at least twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah, wow. he's gonna be so accused. Gonna go to not, not treason, but uh, in Spanish they call it. I think in English is sedition. Sedition is in Spanish. Oh, sedition. It's I like, guess it's the same. What? They say the same. Uh huh. Yeah. The thing is that we also have treason. You can you can be accused for uh, betraying the country. Is what we call it, traición a la patria. And he was accused of that um, a few months ago by this very stupid opposition that he has. That they try to overthrow him, accusing him of betraying the country. Because in an interview, when he was asked if he would go, he would give Bolivia an opening towards the sea, because. Uh, Bolivia doesn't uh, is not on the ocean, and uh, they want to be, and but they they limit with Peru and Chile. And he said, uh, "Yeah, I would give Bolivia an outing to the ocean, and um, but you would have to give away Peruvian land to yeah. do that." You can't just yeah. What is he doing? He'd say that like yeah. yeah I some, what that, that trade is that? <laughs> and, uh, is he getting he said, something in return? But he didn't <laughs> uh, like uh, in the, in that case, uh, like in this one, he didn't do anything. He just said it in, in an interview. Yeah. And they yeah. were trying to accuse him of betraying the country because of that. So they're trying to do what he did now to pass as that same thing, but it's not the same because he called the chief of police and he said, "Go and uh, arrest the district attorney." uh arrest um uh, he he wanted to do all that like close the uh the media and he said like open up the um the uh, barriers that are on the street so the protesters can get into congress like like they did on the, the capitol oh yeah. he was encouraging january, january 6th but wow. like, literally yeah wow. it didn't actually yeah, he did that. take he, he did need that. to have fans so, though that's the thing trump had fans yeah he got it you, you, yeah. you can't have a riot without a people he, this guy has fans but not that many not that, yeah, so not enough. He's not he needs many, to, yeah. so he, enough? He, again, as Turner said, if you don't give a good speech, you're not going to get rioters. You got to, yeah, you got to be shaking in the mouth. Like, shaky well, hands is, yeah. if Trump had shaky hands that day, no, eh, nothing would have happened. Would've <laughs> happened. Yeah. Trump, Trump, is, Trump is funny, though. Trump, Trump is funny. Is funny. So yeah, Trump, he, can, he, he can do that. He's he charismatic. He can own a definitely has charisma. Yeah. And then last question a dictator has to have charisma. Of course. 101. Definitely. The um the last question I had was they they they, they Peru is the number two copper country in the world like producer of copper Ooh. and I read that mostly it's the indigenous yeah. people who work in the copper mines and the indigenous people today have decided to go today is Monday where this will come out tomorrow but have decided mm -hmm. to go on a general strike until um something happens with the government. I don't know what it is. They want him back in power or something, but they're going to stop producing. No, not, not that. Uh, some, no, I mean, the thing is that Peru is a very, um, mining is our main uh, economic activity. So, but at every moment, at all times in Peru, we have like around 20 um, social conflicts. We call it, we have like around the country, all the time, we have like around 20 protests or oh, uh, strikes. Yeah, yeah there's always going on all the time. So, yeah, now it's a pretty big one. And basically, they are demanding for the thing is that this guy, yeah, okay, he was corrupted and everything, but many people fit, fit, felt represented by him because he was a person from the from from the fields and he was like a, a rural teacher and all of that. So even though he wasn't doing anything for those people, because he wasn't at all. 
um, now that the people that they always seen as the enemy are acting as if they want something because you have Congress yeah. now acting like if they were the heroes, they just beat communism. They overthrew the president that was corrupt. It's like all is well in Peru now. Mm. So, yeah, and that's obviously not going to last. When they were uh, asking the um, the chief of staff from this from Dina Boluarte now about this protest, he said, like, no, this is just the continuance of the coup. This is like the echoes of the coup. And it's like, no, people, these people have real demands. That's why they put this guy in power. So um, I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, Peru is a pretty problematic country. So... <laughs> Uh, I mean, did, did it's not anybody like you listen? can point out to a solution. So okay. Did sorry. Last mm -hmm. question for me. Did anybody listen? Uh, like when he made all those calls, police officer, chief. Anybody? Did anybody say, "All right, I'm going to do what you say"? And it was like no. one guy who was basically no, his okay. former <laughs> chief of staff and the new chief of staff that are all both of them are crazy. And I mean, they are they, they the guy who uh, would praise Hitler publicly and uh, a woman who replaced them and that she was also very confrontational. She want she really wanted to close uh, the Congress like from day one. So uh, I think the thing is that this guy he he's he's dumb. I don't think he's completely like evil if the if you could say such a thing about a person, but um. He's just like, he's very stupid. So, and he was not ready for this. And so he, I guess he surrounded himself with people that would say like, yes, Mr. President, you're right, Mr. President. And they just took that fantasy too far. Yeah. That's a, uh, mm -hmm. must be a surreal thing to have your country. You turn on the TV one day and the guy, your president's declaring a coup and you're not even afraid because you know, it's not going to take. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm so used to this. <laughs> I, I don't know you get so again. used to this. All right. Well, yeah. that's it, everybody. That is yeah. the show. Uh, Jaime Ferraro, <laughs> thanks for doing it. Everybody follow him on all social media. Uh, subscribe to his YouTube channel. Check him out on Instagram. Check him out on TikTok. You all speak Spanish. We have our audience. We have a smart audience. They speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. so they're going to they're going to yeah. subscribe. And Kaplan, that's it. What should we do? And well, first of six, I've had six presidents in five years. So I'm excited that I know Jaime's going to be back. So thanks again. We'll see you soon, I'm sure. In the meantime, <laughs> let's get lost. Get lost. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.